0: One-on-one, a candid conversation with all your favorite Arizona Coyotes. Now, with a look at hockey, life, and a little pop culture, here's your moderator, Luke Lipinski. Hi, right, Coyotes fans! Welcome into another episode of the One on One podcast. I'm your host Luke Lipinski, and we are joined by Luis Hernandez today, who is calling, is delivering the Spanish broadcast of Coyotes games this season. He's already done the game against Winnipeg. I'm sure you've heard his goal call for uh, Shane Gostisbehere's goal in that one. He's uh, he's got the game against Austin Matthews and the Maple Leafs coming up here this week, and plenty more. Luis it's it's a great story you've been sitting in the booth with us for a lot of this season just been, it's been great getting to know you this season how are you doing
1: i'm uh, really happy Luke. Um, you know thank you for having me on the one on one podcast you know uh, i still can't believe what happened last week you know it has been very intense week for me but uh, i'm i'm very good i'm very good brother
0: well, let's uh, let's kind of start with just your history before we get into what's going on this season. Can you just sure. kind of give us like a, a background of where you were born, how you got into sports, how how long this is something that you've you've been doing? Let's just start with where you were born and how you got into sports.
1: Yes. Look. Well, uh, I was born in in, in Veracruz, which is uh, a state like like 6 hours south of Mexico City then I was raised uh, you know in Mexico City I went to school in Mexico City and you know I went to school in Mexico City so um, then my mother uh, came to this country uh, and then you know I was you know I was living with my family back in Mexico my grandparents were in Mexico then when I finished uh, my career you know it was hard for me to find a job in mexico you know uh, of course i graduated as a journalist so I, I always wanted to do um sports broadcasting right so but i didn't know really how i was gonna how or where i gonna where i was gonna be you know ended up uh, you know working so it was really hard to find a job in mexico so my mom told me one day you know why don't you come and you know look around and see if you like united states huh? so of course you know i came. You know, for a couple of months of vacation, of course, I came with a, a visa, visa as a tourist, and then I went back. I said, you know what? Uh, I, I guess I like it. So I had to wait a couple of years, you know, until finally, you know, I was legal to come and work in the United States. But of course, you know, uh, at the beginning I didn't work at a TV station, of a uh, radio station, or I'm not even at 19 team, right? So I started working at a restaurant. Then uh, at a, you know, uh, at a big time factory uh, down in Tempe. Then finally in 1998, I got my first gig at, at Channel 33, the, the local station, uh Univision uh, Channel Station. I was doing master control there. And then I went to the news, the local news department. And then I started to get uh, better jobs um, from there. I went to Fox 10. Then I went to Telemundo. Then I went to, um, uh, I became uh, uh, an international uh, uh, reporter for Televisa, you know, the biggest network pretty much in Latin America. So I was based in Phoenix, but I was working on, not doing sports, you know, I was doing hard news at the time. Then I went to Mundo Fox in 2012 um, as executive producer slash news director. And then, you know, that uh, adventure came to an end and I came back and you know, um, I started to do freelance here, freelance there. But you know what? Since 1998, I was doing the halftime report for the Cardinals. So that's how you know I got the job at the, with the, with the team, right?
0: So when when you kind of started down the path of sports, did you have a specific sport you wanted to focus on? Was it just kind of you know I just I just want to do sports and let's let's kind of see where this adventure takes me, or or how did that go?
1: You know what? Look, uh, I love soccer. You know, I was uh, are you always want to be a soccer player, honestly. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, you know what? Uh, I said, you know what? If I can, you know, broadcast a soccer game, it will be perfect. But, you know, living in Phoenix, uh, really, there's never been a big-time soccer uh, team, a soccer franchise. So uh, I loved the Suns at the beginning. You know, I covered the Suns when I was at Telemundo. Like, every single day, I was covering the Suns. Mm -hmm. Then I went to cover the D-backs. I like baseball, but not as much as basketball, right? Then I fell in love with football when I got a chance to work for the team. And honestly, look, and I, I guess I went to a one hockey game when the coyotes came to Phoenix. I guess I went in 1990. No, 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 it was like two thousand nine when I went to the, my first coyote game. Only one game look and i like it because it looked like soccer right but i never came back i never came back to to the arena to watch a, a hockey game so i always wanted to call a soccer game so um, i i guess i i did once like a number two game back in mexico but it was nothing professional right
0: well so so now that you're you know you're working you're doing these these hockey games and like i said you did the one against winnipeg it's <laughs> it's been such a weird season and just a weird time in the world so i mean i know you were gearing up <laughs> to do the game against tampa and then that game got postponed so how how has the process been now as you kind of take the next step and you're calling a sport like hockey like like how different is it to call a hockey game than than say soccer or something else
1: Well, I mean, it looked like soccer because, you know, we score goals, right? I mean, so, I mean, it looks similar to soccer. Of course, less player. I mean, we play in ice, and you know, soccer, we play in a field, right? But, um, I mean, it looks like soccer because uh, there's goalies, there's uh, midfielders, there's uh, defenders. So, uh, it's pretty much, uh, looks like soccer. I mean, of course, the you know, the rules, the penalties are completely different, right? And the sport, I mean... hockey is so fast so like like fast paced all the time so i i guess that's the biggest difference you know but you know what honestly the first time that i caught the game last week against uh, the jets i don't know for some reason i guess uh, some of the things going around that day I, I never felt the game that fast as the week before, you know, when I was just practicing, I don't know. It was like a weird feeling, Look, I don't know how to explain it, but the, the, the game felt so good to me. It, it wasn't that fast as I thought it was going to be. Right. So, yeah. but I mean, of course, of course that helped me a lot because I was able to, you know, to, to call the place better, you know? So, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's been a crazy week, like you said, So it's, uh, but I'm, like, again, I'm, I'm so happy. I'm glad to be you know, working for this um, very big time, very classy organization as the Coyotes of uh, Arizona. Uh,
0: I know you've only been doing it for a little bit. I mean, like I said, you've been, you've been coming to the games all season. You've been sitting in the booth with, with us, uh, kind of getting ready for this. But now that you've done a game and you're going to do plenty more this season, what's been the reaction around the NHL or the hockey community?
1: look uh you're not going to believe it but you know I feel like a movie star you know like an NHL star going to a uh an all-star game like everybody wants to talk to me like really really you really want to talk to me it's amazing you know uh you know of course a lot of people from last last week um you know they I did a lot of uh, interviews in English right then last weekend I did a couple of interviews in Spanish and that interview ended up um, being you know, in front of the sports section of the, the LA Times and the New York Times, and one of the most important, you know, newspapers in Mexico is like, oh, my God, like, I'm, I'm all over the world right now. You know, I got so many calls from my friends in Mexico, and, and it's it's amazing, the feeling. Like I said, it's uh, it's been a crazy week. It's like like non stopping interviews. Right now, I'm doing a podcast with you, right? So I'm thinking what's going to happen tomorrow, right? <laughs> It like really, like uh, I'm I'm the star of the movie right now. Look, I'm I'm feeling so so good, so 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 happy. I don't know. I mean, I I saw you the first night. Remember, I, I think you were busy. I think you were calling the game that night. But that night, I had a camera. You know, like a like a television camera because the uh, Ballis, which was Fox Sports or something, right? So they did a piece of me. So I had a television camera like follow me around. So it's like then I have the. Uh, I had a GoPro camera on top of me. You know, they were waiting for my first goal, right? Then I have Javier Gutiérrez live on the booth with me with me that night. I have everybody, you know, coming to see me at the booth. I had Bob uh, Heat House, uh, Mike McConnell. Everybody was there with me, like, hey, Luis, um, welcome. Of course, everybody, you know, was so nice with me, you know. So amazingly nice with me, and I felt I felt so good. You know what happened? Let me tell you what happened. Let me tell, let me tell you. Sorry about, about that night, look. Of course, I, I think I told you off camera, right? <laughs> the, the one, of the hardest thing for me was to pronounce the last names, right? Yeah. So when I was you know you know getting ready for this, I said you know let me ask you this: How do you, how do you pronounce one of uh, our goalkeepers, um, number twenty-one? Bemelka, right mm-hmm. okay so the way i was practicing was beshmelka beshmelka mm-hmm. no bemelka right so the, that night um i asked matt um bob hey guys let me ask you this real quick how do you pronounce uh, this last name i said they tell they told me bemelka so you know i was practicing like for three weeks beshmelka beshmelka so i had to change the pronunciation that night. So uh, it it was one of those nights, like everybody, everything was crazy for me. So even the last name, so.
0: yeah no that's i mean that anybody that has done any sort of sports broadcasting that hits home where you, you know there's some crazy names in hockey certainly and that's in, in hockey like you said moves so quickly that you got to kind of have it instinctually that you know how to pronounce the name so if you've been practicing a different version of it for four weeks that <laughs> that was probably pretty tough um
1: Timber, it's up so you never had any issues pronouncing names Luke? i know you've been doing this forever right but do uh, you never had any issues with any player like which is the, the like the worst last name for you to pronounce
0: you know, it's funny that you asked The very first season I worked with the Coyotes, there was a guy on Minnesota whose whose name was Guillaume Latondress, and it was a oh name that just for some reason, because most of the names like on the first try at this point now from doing hockey for so long, like you just kind of know yeah. how to pronounce them. That name I couldn't get right, and I just couldn't get it right. And I remember I told people <laughs> downstairs, hopefully this guy doesn't do anything tonight. And I Oh my god, his yeah! Name.
1: And he had a hat trick that night, Louis. Oh
0: wow! What <laughs> I a think night. it was for you, right? I, I think it was like his only hat trick ever. Um, so guess,
1: he, never, he never played before. That, I'm sure, right? Like only what? Only bad night for you,
0: right? I mean, yeah, for you. That I was guess, it. Right? pretty much now. I know how to pronounce his name. Yeah, I um, guess right. <laughs> so to, to do these broadcasts in Spanish now, like I, I grew up in in Seattle where hockey is much bigger now than it was when I grew up there. And so I've always kind of been big on like, you know, let's let's get let's get this sport to as many people that maybe aren't typically exposed to it as possible. And if you're doing mm-hmm. these broadcasts in Spanish, you're potentially reaching a whole new community that is 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 ready to embrace hockey. Just how do you see your role in that whole process?
1: Well, you know what, Luke, I think I've been telling this all along. I'm I'm going to be the bridge between the Coyotes and the Hispanic community, of course, um, in Phoenix, you know. Uh, I'm sure you know the Phoenix Suns, they've been so close to the Hispanic community forever, you know, forever. The D-backs, they even have some connection with the Mexican League of Baseball. So there's connection between the, the Hispanic community and baseball. Then, of course, the Cardinals, you know, we've been having broadcasts forever, forever. And now the NFL, I mean, we are one of the nine teams that they can, you know, um, merchandise in Mexico uh, starting this season, next season, right? So there's always that, that connection of the Coyotes, and they never had that connection before. Now having, a, uh, having an Hispanic president, as Javier Gutierrez, and now having me, as the spanish play by play voice of the team i guess is it's it's that uh, bridge is it's, it i mean it's it's going to be so good for everybody let me tell you it, it is working this is not a personal thing right my family you know of course they listen to me every single weekend right and of course they watch the game on television and they listen to me on the, on their podcast right but they never they never went to a hockey game before so they i took them the night that I broadcast for the first time, so they were there, and then over the weekend I I went with them with my with my children, and they saw the game, and my son fell in love with the game. You know what happened on Wednesday after the game, he ordered on Amazon the um, a PlayStation Four NHL game, so he got it like the next day, and he was playing hockey, and he wants me to. Uh, to to broadcast the game you know so i'm practicing while he's playing so right away uh, there was an impact with someone right i mean i know it's my son and he's my family but um, it happened to a guy i know this guy he owns a store um in south phoenix so he knew that i was gonna be calling the games right so that night he had the radio on because he was listening to me and then he he has like a, like a cell phone store right so he told me you know i had the radio on and like some of the customers were listening to the, to the game and said, you know, what are you listening to? It's a a hockey game in Spanish. And they ended up, you know, listening to the game with him at his store. So, I mean, like, like I said, this is just something, you know, like really was personal to me my friend and my son. Right. But I'm sure a lot of people will get this, um, you know, this reaction because the game is the the way I, you know what uh, last the first, Night against the Jets, I tried to explain as much as I could, like every single thing what was going on on the ice, right? I mean, if it, if it was like a, like a penalty, so I tried to explain what the penalty was. When they score, of course, I of course I let them know that the Jets score, right? But I was trying to explain everything was happening on the ice. So I don't want to be like the teacher, but I I just want to be somebody that it can explain the the game of hockey. So um my job my job will not only be you know broadcast the play by play will be also um be like a you know teach you know the game of hockey right so i don't know if you understand what i'm saying duke
0: yeah no absolutely it makes it makes a lot of sense and it's it's great to hear it's great to hear like you're saying it's it's been one game right now and there's already examples you can point to i mean anybody that loves the game of hockey wants the game of hockey to get to as many people as possible. And I've said this my whole life and and I've seen it. You know, if you get people to a game, once they come to a game for the first time, they're sold on it almost every time. Like hockey is of all the sports. It's, I think the best one to see in person, you know, like for me, football translates really well on television and, you know, different things. Baseball's you know great a certain way but but hockey in person that's how you win fans over and it sounds like you're already doing that and it's not surprising I mean just the the person that I I know you to be over the course of the season just your personality and, and the way that you're able to to convey the game I thought the broadcast was great the other night I'm looking forward to the one against Toronto and and we got to wrap up here I gotta ask you this what was it like getting that first goal unfortunately the Coyotes didn't beat Winnipeg but they had a pretty nice goal and, and you have a goal call now that everybody's heard
1: I know, you know what? I was waiting and waiting for that moment. So they, they the Jets score on the fir- the first per- period right? So we we're, mm-hmm. were down like one nothing. Then we went to the second period and they score again. So we're like two nothing. So you know what? I'm sure they they are not gonna score. So you know, this is like a, I don't know why, but this is like a rule for broadcaster. I had something ready to call and when it happened, it, it, it went completely different. So nothing that I was, you know, prepared to call, it went completely because it took me by surprise, you know, when Augustus Berg, you know, score, I, I was able to saw him, you know, like making the shot and say, so, you know, he's going to score so I had a script not, not a script writer but almost a script ready. the way I was going to call it and then I call it a different way uh, oh my god I, when I saw the call the next day on the social media of the Coyotes I said you know what gosh I felt so bad because honestly I felt like we needed more emotion El primer gol de la tarde para los <laughs> Coyotes y que la el Coyote por favor Goal por parte de Gustafsburg ¡Y los Coyotes aullan así! ¡Aullando, aullando el Coyote! ¡El primer gol de la tarde! ¡Se lo acreditamos a Shane Gustafsburg! ¡El defensa! ¡Con un disparo espectacular que sacude las redes! ¡Y este juego se está poniendo muy sabroso! the way i, I, I had lo the lo plan lo it was completely i was gonna get crazy i was gonna get like so excited of course i i i had a chance to 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 yell oh! something like that right but it, it, it was going to be more intense look so definitely the next goal it will be like Crazy! Look for it. <laughs> I, promise you, <laughs> I promise you. I promise you. I promise you.
0: I'll be able to hear you just down the uh, the hallway. Of course, but, uh, no, I'm, Yes, yes. I I thought the I thought the call was great, and and that was it was a quick goal. It was kind of off a turnover, and all of a sudden, Gossisberg had it, and, and it was just a quick shot. So to to have as good of a goal call as you did, I thought thought it was impressive and that's that's a great first goal every time we interview a player and they get their first nhl goal they're like oh we're going to remember it forever you're going to remember that as your first nhl goal call for the home team i'm sure forever and and it was a good one all
1: the time all the time you know um i have it i put i posted on facebook i posted on my instagram it's like it's everywhere of course it's historic it was a historic night i think one of the words that i repeat the most was historic because it wasn't a historic night for the coyotes right having Finally, a broadcast in Spanish. So, um, you know, when, when I had the chance to talk to uh, Mr. Gutierrez, uh, he also mentioned that this is a historic moment for us. And, you know, he's been able to share also on Twitter and LinkedIn everywhere. So seems like he's so happy to finally have some, like, a, a broadcast in Spanish. You know what? Uh, uh, I was able to read some of the comments on Twitter, you know, of, the, you know, of, of people about this. And seem like they love it, you know? <laughs> Finally, mm-hmm. they have somebody in Spanish. I don't know what he's saying, but he seems so, uh, you know, energy and all that. So, seems like the community accepted it right, right away. So sometimes you you can feel, you know, especially on Twitter, you know how twitter people are right you don't yeah. know what to expect sometimes right <laughs> so <laughs> i thought you know what oh my god they're gonna hate me i'm sure one of a couple of guys they're gonna do tell me bad stuff right but no no i mean it, it, everything was good it was positive so i guess uh, this uh, thing is going into the right direction uh, Luke. so um again i'm so happy to be part of it and and i'm ready I'm, i can wait to call the second game I, i've been you know learn i've been studying really hard uh, about the Maple Leafs, you know, one of the best teams on the, the NHL. So it's going to be hard. It's going to be a national televised game. So, um, I mean, it's going to be hard to win. But, um, I mean, I'm ready to, to bring the excitement to the, to, the, to the booth and uh, the Spanish broadcast look. Okay.
0: No, it's it's great. It's it's great. I mean, to be a part of, of hockey history, which you absolutely are now, that's just that's fantastic. You you mentioned the game against the Maple Leafs. That'll be cool to hear you do the broadcast in a game against Austin Matthews, of course, who who is from Arizona and everything. It's just it's really cool to see the game growing like this. And Luis, I just I appreciate everything you're doing to to be a part of growing the game and continued success this season, man.
1: Thank you. Luke, I really, you know, want to take this time to thank you too, because you know Every time I've been there, you know, I was sitting next to you. I asked a couple of questions about the game, and you were always really nice to you know to answer my questions. So like, again, I can thank you enough, you and the whole organization, Duck Hen and everybody. You know, it's been so supportive to me. You know, with this process, I know it's not easy. You know, um, to to call the games. It, I mean, I call the game by myself. That's another thing. You know, yeah. Uh, everybody has a call commentator. I don't. I just the whole. Piece of cake is for me, right? So um, I guess uh, I'll, I'll eat it all, right? So, so thank you again, Luke. I really, I really appreciate your, 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 your input, your help. I'm I'm, I'm you know, I'm always going to ask you a couple of questions about the team that we're playing. So since I know you have more experience than, than me on this uh, amazing sport.
0: Oh, no, anytime, man. I really enjoyed watching the games with you and I enjoy listening to your broadcast now going forward. Thanks so much, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. And and you're right. Just just
1: before we go, before we go, I'm going to bring you Mexican bread for the next game. So be ready with your coffee because that's a tradition. now. I think we (laughs) got to tell the audience, right. I'm the only Mexican there. Right. And now, you know, the first time I brought Mexican bread, like a Mexican pastries, pastries, right. It was like, Mm -hmm. what is this? It's like, yeah, it's like I've done it, right. Like a Mexican bread, Mexican sweet bread. So I I guess it's going to be like a tradition from now on. I didn't bring, that first game because it was so many, I had so many things going on around me. But uh, tomorrow uh, against the Maple Leafs, so I'll bring for sure Mexican bread for you and for the rest of the guys around the booth. <laughs>
0: oh that is fantastic that is that's a fantastic tradition <laughs> if you want to make that a tradition because i can that stuff is delicious <laughs> <laughs> right, right on my friend right on all right uh, all right uh, i want to thank everybody for tuning in uh for Luis hernandez for joining us i'm luke lapinski you've been listening to the one-on-one podcast this has been one-on-one with your host luke lapinski join luke next time when he sits down with one of your favorite arizona coyotes for a candid chat